All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I have been quite the naughty girl lately, and I'm straight up slut. I don't even know what you're talking about. (laughs) I've been a total fucking slut, and it's been so fun. And we're going to talk about one of my most recent encounters very shortly. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. If you are a lifestyler and you are looking to meet other lifestylers, Cassidy is the place to go for many reasons. One is because they really take care of their site, right? It's a very good, high quality easy to use interface, which makes it easier than ever to connect with other sexy people. So if you are going into the new year and you want to meet a hot couple, an awesome single, whatever, Cassidy is the place to go and you can try it free for an entire month. All you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner, try it free for a month. We hope you start getting it in, you know, in the new year. Why not? Just like you. (laughs) Just like, well, it's not the new year yet, but (laughs) actually, as people are listening to this, it will be the new year. This is coming out on the 1st of 2024. That's Yeah, exactly. It's coming out on Monday. It's the first, right, on Monday? Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it is. It's exciting. A whole new year. Well, there's already slutty shit planned for the first week of the new year, so. What is it? uh, Well, I mean, we have friends coming in town. Oh, Brooke and her awesome hubby are going to be here. Yes. that's, you know, that's just going to be fun all around, regardless of what happens. But um, then I think. I I want to talk about that, by the way. Okay. So someone pointed this out, and I didn't even really think about this. So the episode where you talked about Brooke when we were at Secrets. Yeah. And you and she obviously played while we were there. And I, I said something to the effect of, this is one of my best friends. And it is. Brooke is one of my closest friends. I talk to her every fucking day. I adore her. I absolutely love her husband. And people were like, isn't that weird for you that Brian's like fucking one of your best friends? And I'm like, "Ah, I guess I just don't see how. Because we met them in the lifestyle. I think it would be different if it was like I knew her from before you and I were in the lifestyle. Yeah, that's because people are there trying to correlate like oh so this is one of your best friends so like you knew her from high school or you knew her from college or this was some pre-existing relationship and isn't that weird that's not how this worked we have been friends with Brooke and her husband for years leading up to me playing with her well you also soft swapped with her or had a soft encounter with her way before she and I became super super close Uh, yeah and that was like pod bash 21 or two I don't know if I can remember yeah but yeah yes it was a lovely uh interlude but this was full on you know getting after it but it was not weird for me in fact I was like happy that it you know here's two people that I care about so deeply yeah that had an amazing time together why would I be weird about it I guess I just don't get that I don't know I, I I don't no, I don't. I don't understand why. Well, I do understand. I get it. I don't understand it, but I get it. Why people, particularly those who are not at all familiar with, you know, how this dynamic works, would be weirded out by that. Yeah. Right. Well, even lifestyle people were the ones that were saying like, "Oh, we get that if I was time. super, super close with somebody, I wouldn't want them to fuck my husband." Once and I'm again, like, why? don't understand that. Why would I not want someone super close to me? To, to have be, fun. Well, but also to be the person who's intimate with the person most important to me. Well, yeah, that's very true because I trust Brooke far more than I trust some fucking average woman off the street or person off the street. Yeah, Yeah. so I mean, I I don't... I don't get it. I can't make that make sense in my head. Like the closer... Now, for me, and you and I have talked about this, for me, the closer I get to someone, the more difficult it becomes for me to To play with them. (laughs) So, and and I'm here to tell you, uh, Brooke and her, they're right on the... Right on the edge. Well, you love playing with her. But yes, they are truly some of the most coveted people in our world. Yes. And for you, you do struggle with that. I do. Why do you think that is? In fact, I I struggle with having played with someone, being friendly with someone, Mm -hmm. playing with someone, and then as time goes on, maybe not playing with them, but you and I have become much closer to them. And now, mentally, I'm like... Would I play with her again? Like I well, don't. We know. have several friends like that. Yeah, more, uh, yeah, and I'm. I mean, it's a. It's tough for me. It's tough. I don't know why. I, I really don't have that answer. I think I just become more. I just develop more adoration for someone, or more. You know, of that like. 
Is it hard for you to choke and slap someone when you uh, yeah. actually like them? Is that what's going well, on besides no, me? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's not that. It's oh. it's a. There really is a. And I don't listen. I, I'm no fucking expert in this for sure. Like mental, <laughs> I'm fucked anyway. So I don't know if it's a respect thing. Like I just or I become just as friendly or more friendly or just as close or closer with their partner. I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I literally just contradicted myself. Yeah, so you I totally don't really did. know what it for, but I'm fucking whacked in the head anyway. So I don't really know. Well, and also you're allowed to feel however you want to feel. It's you don't have to be logical about these things. Here's what it is. This is the long and short of it. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I become less physically attracted to someone in a sexual way once I become closer friends with them and time has gone on. And that makes it difficult for me for whatever reason. Yeah. And again, I see zero logic in that, but that's okay. It yeah, doesn't matter it. what I think. It's, yeah. It matters how you feel. Yeah, I and I think, as, I think as long as you are you know, respectfully communicating that to people, then it's fine. Uh, thus far, it actually hasn't been an issue. No, uh, I think I've I think I've managed to avoid any kind of an awkward situation like that, um, but it's it, it's going to happen. It's a conversation that's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I know it will. So it's just a matter of putting it all into perspective. I think. So I want to talk about something that, and I want to clear the slate with this. I never, ever, ever want to talk about this again. Okay. We have received dozens, probably actually since we stopped talking about this person, well over a hundred messages about Susan. Okay. Really? I'm tired of it. And I totally understand because to me, it's like, I think people listen to us and they look at it like a weekly series on TV or something. They get invested in quote unquote, the characters. And that's kind of how they see us is like, as characters right and then like susan came on our show and we were talking about her regularly because you were fucking her so i totally understand it i'm not shitting on people being invested in the people that we're talking about i think that's completely understandable sure what i don't like is feeling as if i owe anyone an explanation as to what happened because you're not going to receive it. If you're listening right now and you're hoping that one day you're going to hear the Susan story, it simply is First not of all, going to happen. it's my story to tell, number one, and I ain't fucking telling you. No. So well, it's and, really that simple. And let so me explain why. It's not, it's not because we don't want to talk about it or we are somehow embarrassed by it. No, it is because her. I don't want to talk about it. Well, but the reason I don't want to talk about it is because even though we are no longer associated with her, yeah. I still respect her yeah, and I respect her privacy. And she did not, while she consented to being talked about on the show, sure. she did not consent to us sharing every single piece of dirty laundry that the three of us have ever been involved with. Well, the things that people don't understand, while they do obviously resonate with us, which is great, and fuck, man, I mean, it's, you know, it's a humbling experience to have people do that. There are other people involved who did not sign up for that. Right. She's one of those people. That's number one. Number two, it's my business. I've said as much as I'm going to say about it, and that's the fucking end of it. Yeah. So if I feel like talking about something, I will. And if I don't, I won't. So all the incessant emails, I didn't realize it was that big a fucking deal. No, I don't see it. Well, and this week, I don't even know what we said on a previous episode. It must have been a very recent episode that we said something where people picked up that we were talking about her. I don't even remember that. But that kind of spurred this flurry of messages on Instagram and emails. And and again, like I'm not shitting on anyone being curious. I like that people are curious. That's why we do this to kind of get people to, you know, to think and to talk and to do all those things. So I, I get being invested in who we're we're talking about and I actually really appreciate that but at the same time just because we're very open with our lives doesn't mean we owe the public every piece of information no. on ourselves no listen here's the bottom line again you have to understand that there are other people involved and if i'm not talking about something a it's because i don't fucking want to and b it's likely because i am concerned that i'm going to harm somebody else. I don't want to, it's not anybody's business. What yeah. You know what I mean? It's like there is someone else to be considered and that person is not on a show every week opening themselves up to criticism. Their faces all over all TikTok yeah. and Instagram. She yeah, she's not you know, that person. No, if, if no, she's not. So I'm not going to do that. There's no reason to. And so, yeah, listen. Well, and the other thing is like if every time something went bad with a play partner and we talked about it. That's all we would do. Well, not only that, but like no one would ever want to fuck us ever again. No, it's, it, <laughs> They'd be like, oh, well, if it goes badly, Brent yeah. and Brian are going to fucking air all my dirty laundry all over fucking yeah, their podcast. We would not do that. We only talk about people who want us to talk about them. We use fake names unless someone asks us to use their real names, which has happened many times. Uh, and there are things that we don't talk. There are people we don't talk about. Well, and so, I think the other thing that people know, don't always understand 
understand. And, that's like, why, and the Susan thing is why, by the way. Some of the some of the experiences that we don't talk about on the show are because I don't need anyone asking forty fucking times about this person again. They're not, you know, they're too private for that, and there's no reason for that, right? You know, so th- there's no. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. I get it. You're interested. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm fine. We're good. It just is what it is. Yeah, but I think the other part of it that people don't always consider is sometimes these things are painful for us. Sure, Uh, and this was a difficult situation. This was a painful situation for me, and I don't necessarily want to talk about it right now. No, there's no. I talk about it with you, and I talk about it with close friends, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that'll be the last we ever talk about this situation. So please stop reaching out. Again, I'm not shitting on you. I appreciate your interest. I appreciate that you give a shit about what's going on in our lives. I'm very flattered by that. But it's just not something that we're ever going to talk about. No. And the truth is, we're good. So that's all that matters. We're fine. We got over it. It is what it is. That's the end of it. Yeah. You know, we got a lot more shit going on. Oh, my God. We have so much going on. So, okay, this has been a really fun week for me because I have been... gigantic slut. I have been so fucking horned up. And it's been a while since I felt like this. I definitely go through, you know, our listeners know, I go through peaks and valleys when it comes to, like, my sexual interests and my my, uh, libido and all of that kind of stuff. But I can't remember the last time I was this horned up literally 24-7. Yeah, you know, we talk about this all the time, you and I, and it's... It's very obvious that there's a cycle. There's a there's a, a reason to for this, in my opinion. Oh, what is the reason? Well, because when there is a, a lull, like when we have to take some time off, you know, we just were in Montana for five days. Obviously, we're not doing anything professional or even personal. I mean, you know, we, you and I did nothing. <laughs> we for didn't even fucking, fuck for five days. You know, yeah. it, we're, it's just too close quarters. <laughs> too many fucking people in the house. It just it's weird. So when that happens, that's when I think you start to really amp up. Because you weren't, it wasn't that you couldn't, well, it wasn't that you didn't want to. You really couldn't do anything. I didn't have the option. You didn't have the opportunity. Right. And because you didn't have the opportunity and you were so stifled, (laughs) it's like, okay, now I got to unleash this shit. Like a caged tiger. Yeah. So that on top of you got an opportunity to meet a brand new play partner. Yes. That we just, we'll talk about later on. So that's exciting to you. Well, you it, just saw Cade yesterday who yep. you have not seen in a while and oh my you God, really like, two like months, him. Yeah. yeah. So when new things and reemerging things happen and you're n- incapable for whatever reason of acting out that's when you let's real, call it what it is i was a pent up bitch okay yes. i was so fucking horny when we got home i was exhausted i slept yeah. almost the entire day we got home you from did. montana yeah. but i woke up and i was like i want to fuck right now yeah and i don't think you even knew this because you were sleeping in the living room but i totally played with my wand for like an hour that day too uh, you said so that it was like, like i should be surprised it was that and then i go into multiple play sessions all of which are fabulous and this is yeah. the first time in a while that i've had what I would call fucking stellar back-to-back play sessions. Listen, you were so... Well, so you had a date, which we're going to talk about, with a brand new gentleman. And then you had you saw Cade uh, yesterday. And in, in between, of course, you and I are having sex. You couldn't have sex with me last night. <laughs> you were just too sore. I was too sore. Only a slut would say that. I took three cocks in like 24 hours. Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, it was down and dirty. And that's just what happened. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you're, you're on the injured reserve list right now. <laughs> Yeah, you got a couple of days uh, on the bench and, you know. Oh, shit. Meanwhile, I get to see Jade today. Yes, that'll be exciting. I get to hang out with her early this afternoon, uh, which is always fun because it's Saturday as we're recording this. I never get to see her on a Saturday. That'll be fun. I think you should take your time, too, because I'm going out to dinner with a friend or an early lunch or a late lunch, early dinner, whatever. My point is, don't worry about me. Go have fun. Do your thing. And I think it'll be interesting to see if you do that if it'll kind of change the dynamic because we talked about this on the bonus episode that we just put up but I think you know for the new year you're talking a lot about wanting to step out of your comfort zone and find some new and interesting experiences for yourself and while I love you playing with Jade that dynamic doesn't do a lot for me at this point because it's too familiar right like I know if you go over there and you play with her and you come home the details for the most part are going to be pretty similar to how they always are so there's not this like surprise interesting exciting element and you know so maybe if you have a little bit more time to I don't know well here's what's been going on for the past couple of days she has been out of town we were out of town she and I have not seen each other in a while she apparently is on the same cycle as you are because she's horned up so (laughs) she's sending me all kinds of naughty texts over the last like week so now what's I can tell you exactly what's going to happen today there'll be no conversation when I get there she's going to be 
upstairs naked or in lingerie or something waiting for me. She's like, we can catch up later. I need you to come upstairs and fuck me. Like that's what's happening. So I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how crazy this is going to get, but she's super fucking worked up right well, that's now. That's fun. So it should be very interesting. I'm curious to see what, what this turns into. And again, it's a Saturday early afternoon kind of thing, which I love. Yeah. Again, that's my point. Like you yeah. have plenty of time to just enjoy and, and you know, maybe yeah. uh, make it a little bit more interesting than it I'm typically is. I'm looking forward to it. So here's what you don't know going to save this for the show today. Oh, goodness. So last night you had a date with Kate. Yes. I went to a new resort that just opened up, new casino that just opened up here in, in town, a local casino. Very fucking cool. I went to meet someone yesterday. What? Yes. And Holy was... shit. Okay, we were taking over under on yeah, whether you were actually going to- I was going to wait because there's a whole bunch of fucking naysayers like, oh, you're not going to do You told shit. me that you just went out for coffee to this new casino and I was like, oh, boring Brian. Yep, that's exactly what I did. Now I, I feel bad. Okay, what happened? Not a fucking thing. Why? Because it was an absolute fucking letdown. What happened? Well, so I, I was communicating with a gentleman for a while- we had not had the opportunity to meet for, you know, any number of fucking reasons, the, you know, schedules, all that, sh- everything. And I thought, okay, here's an opportunity. I'm going to reach out to the guy, tell him, you know, what's going on. You have a date, yada, yada. And so coincidentally lives six minutes from the fucking place I was at last night, the new place that just opened. Okay. So we plan to go meet. We're going to have coffee. He's a non-drinker. Worked out great. I didn't want to drink anything anyway. Now, this place was fucking packed, like I told you, which did not lend itself to the best environment to meet someone for the first no, time. No, that seems like a really bad first date place. Yeah, but. and this is a this is a very cool spot with a lot of bars and restaurants in the immediate portion of the casino when you enter. And when I, I told you, when I tell you it was fucking packed, it was packed. There were people everywhere. And there were literally two available seats that we could find. Okay. And it wasn't super, like clandestine. I mean, it's in the middle of all this madness. There was a lot going on and people are doing their thing. So nobody's really paying attention to us, obviously, but it was a little uncomfortable to begin with because I couldn't really have a, you know, a personal conversation, right. private conversation. Couldn't be candid with him. people in line, like yeah. people everywhere. Anyway, zero personality. Um, really? You no, know, much more personality via text than in person, which is Unusual. It's usually the other way around. Yeah. My, my experience. People tend to open up a little bit more. You know, age appropriate, attractive guy, but very dry, no animation whatsoever. I could not get a read at all from him. Uh, I also later, after thinking about it, got the impression that there might be something else going on. What do you mean? Might be a, uh, a married guy. Like he's sneaking around. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably uncomfortable. Yep. Not that he was opposed to meeting me there. But it was his, it was the physical kind of how he was seated and his mannerisms and his behavior, his manner of speech. I I got the impression that. What do you mean? His manner of speech. What does that mean? He was concerned, I think, about someone seeing him there with me and having to come up with a fucking reason why he was there. Ah. That's that's what I got from it. And it, it started to hit click like 10, 15 minutes into the conversation. You know, that's too bad. It's like, oh, this is, this is rather odd. Yeah. Anyway, so I did. So you left and then what happened? Did you guys text? Did he say anything afterwards or? No, I have not communicated with him since. I'll reach out to him, but I really don't think it's, I I think it's a waste of time, honestly. Uh, In fact, I was thinking to myself, do I reach out to him? I'm going to give him a couple of days, see what happens. Maybe Monday, if he hasn't reached out to me, I'll send him a text. I I don't know if he's legit. I'm not 100% sure yet. No. I'm not sure. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway, I did it. I went out, met somebody. You tried. I did. You gave it the old college effort. I did. I absolutely did. That's the only reason I went there. Without you, because you and I wanted to go there and experience it together for the first time. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad I did because I got an idea of what it's like and when when not to go. Because yesterday was Friday. Terrible fucking idea, by the way, to try to do that on a brand new place in Vegas. Yeah. Um, but well, and to, to be fair, maybe he's not married. Maybe he is just really like stepping out for the first time. You know, to do not something to like him. this or not according to him. Okay. Well, I was just trying to give you know the benefit of the doubt. Listen, I did the same. Now he has. I've seen his pictures. He's got a full profile, full bio on two different platforms. I could be completely fucking wrong. He was, he could just have been awkward. I'm just saying you are very, very quick to jump to assumptions about people. Maybe Maybe you need to give him a little bit more credit. Maybe. We'll see. You know, chalk this up as a red flag, but not like, oh, never talk to this guy again. No. If you're attracted to him. It's a conversation. And the the digital conversation was decent, then maybe there's something there. But that's the problem. As attractive as a person as he is, that interaction didn't work for me at all. It didn't help me. I'm no longer, I'm not as, you know, I'm no more attracted to him than I was 
before we were chatting, you know what I mean? Before we met. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm just saying, don't be so quick to write people off. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, I just wanted to make it clear. Next episode, we're going to come on and be like, hey, Brian got this text message where the guy was like, yeah. sorry, I have yeah, a wife. And it was really awkward. Yeah, <laughs> well, and that's, that's the other thing, because we're talking about our relationship and our dynamic. And he was super, like, inquisitive about it. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like, how does that work? And, you know, so she's really okay. And, like, so she knows you're not straight. I'm like, dude, like. Are you fucking kidding me? I set yeah. up your first grinder profile. I told her. I told him. I said, you know, I, the reason I met the first guy I met was because Brenna set it up for me. Like, she, yeah. like, she thought I was being catfished, bitch, that she is. And Well, that guy was so fucking hot. He really, I mean, you yeah. can't even blame me. No, I don't blame you. I'm still <laughs> shocked myself. And so he was really blown away by that. Interesting. You know, and I thought, huh, I that's weird. Okay, so I want to get your opinion on single guy tip this week because okay. I had, again, I was a horned up bitch this week and you were gone for multiple hours one day during the week. Yes. And I have this young friend that I see on occasion and talk to on occasion. Yeah. And he is currently in another state for work. Okay. But we were really fucking horny at the same time and kind of sexting each other and we ended up FaceTiming each other and doing some naughty shit on camera together and it was really, really? fucking hot yeah oh. like i was showing him my pussy while i was playing with it and he was stroking it You're for me you've been a real slut this yeah, week yeah i really have yeah i didn't even know about that <laughs> don't act like you're disappointed i'm, I'm just saying you've you're been, proud you know, and you know it i'm just saying your <laughs> slut level is like master <laughs> this week is all i'm saying yeah 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 it is high yeah. five <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway we do all of this and you know, for me, like if I'm doing that kind of stuff, it, it's sexy to me. It is. It's a huge turn on. It's very erotic, especially to see a man with like a big cock stroking it. There's something very sexy about that to me, clearly. But huh. yeah. um, it took it takes me a little bit longer to really get myself where I want to be in those situations versus when I'm actually fucking someone. Right. Like I'm very orgasmic. Yeah. If someone's hands or mouth are on me or their cocks inside of me, it's pretty easy to make me come. Yeah. But if it's more like a mental game or a visual, like I'm watching you and I have to like imagine what it's like, it takes me a little bit longer. So anyway, I'm dirty talking with him. I'm playing with my pussy. I'm doing all this stuff. He comes very, very quickly. And I expect that we're going to continue or he's going to help me get to me to where I want to be. Yeah. And instead, click ends the call. Rookie move. Comes, ends the fucking call. That is it. So I text him. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Don't hear back from him for like a half hour. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, are you fucking kidding? This has got to be a joke. Am I getting punked? Is Ashton Kutcher going to fucking jump out right. here? Like, are, how fucking selfish do you have to be? So no conversation at all after. Just just, just literally just hung up. Literally comes. He comes all over his stomach. And he's like, that was really hot. And I was like, yeah, it was. Click. Ends the call. And his response was what? He didn't realize that I wanted to come too. He thought this was for him. He didn't even know if I was going to be able to come on the call. And if that was the well, expectation, ask. I should have told him ahead of time. I'm like, I shouldn't have to tell you. It's common courtesy. If we are trying to get each other off and you get off and I haven't gotten off, you still have some level of responsibility here. Well, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about someone? Like, because imagine that, well, because I mean, you've you fucked this guy a couple of times, but in person, would he have done that? Never in a million Not a years. Never. Not a chance. Because this is a guy who's but trying to, me, to take you out. Yeah, to me, this is a character flaw. And that's what I told oh, him. And he's like, you're, he's like, you're being kind of dramatic. You're over, you know, you're dr dramatizing the situation, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as you showed me your true colors. Yeah. You showed me that your pleasure is the only thing that truly matters to you. And the reason that our sexual scenarios have worked out up to this point is because you were getting off the same time I was. But the second right. that it's about me and making me feel good and getting me to where I want to go you fucking hang up the call yeah that's that's about as rude a thing I think as you could possibly imagine I was shocked that's the I mean it, it really is the equivalent of being with someone having an orgasm pulling out getting dressed and leaving and not you know what I mean like that's the same thing there's there's no variance yeah I mean for me it's much worse because if I'm with somebody that I like fucking again I'm gonna come multiple times that's right. you know that's a given that is a, well, is also a foregone a conclusion what's that it's also not a stranger no of course not yeah this no. is so it's not like some random fucking guy you're 
you know. This that is that's such a good point because to me it's like I thought we were friends. Right. I thought this was a friend helping another friend out and vice versa because we were both horny at the same time and we both had a little bit of free time. Jesus. And for him to just so blatantly make it obvious that he doesn't give a fuck about my pleasure, I'm like, we're not friends. Zero. You're not my friend. You're a user. Yeah, zero. Yeah, that's bullshit. Listen, don't fuck with that guy again. I, I was so disappointed don't by fuck that. With him again. And again, I don't like, he he's said. texted me multiple times. I feel I so care. bad. I didn't realize how much of an asshole I was being. No, no you didn't even stop to think about my feelings yeah. for a fucking second. It was all about you. Yeah, you didn't realize it because you didn't give a fuck. And okay, I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page because he was starting to like gaslight the shit out of me and make it seem like I was being a drama queen. No, no, no. Listen, this is. Which, in hindsight, I probably overreacted to the situation. I will give him that much because I was fucking pissed. Doesn't make I called him a selfish shitty. bastard. I mean, <laughs> I still mean all of it, but I could have handled it a little bit more respectfully. Yeah, but it doesn't change the fact that what he did was completely shitty and, right. and disrespectful and unacceptable. Right. So no, I'm I don't I don't want you to hang out with that guy. I don't trust him. And that's all that matters to me. You know, this is this is a priorities thing, right? It's it's also an it's a it, it's also an integrity piece. Yeah, that's what I said. It's you a char- he showed me a character flaw in well, that moment. This is I, I, it's it, well, it's not quite the same thing. It's tantamount to oh, hey, I'm so sorry to get back to you, man. I've just been so busy. I that fucking drives me crazy. Well, yeah, and that was kind of his excuse, like, well, you knew it was my work day. I had to I get back to work. I don't fucking care. They well, don't you had get on plenty phone. of time to for you to come. Yeah, you had, right. You had enough time in your busy fucking work day that you got off. Yep. Right. That, yeah, it's right up there with the same thing. And I, I was th- actually thinking about this because it, it, there was something that was said the other day. We were on a live, whatever the fuck we were doing, where people are, you know, it's oh, I'm just been so busy, I can't get back to you, and you know, it's that professional thing in this space. I have a friend who's doing state time. Who has the opportunity to call and text me from a cell phone? He's in prison. <laughs> He's using a fucking bootleg phone. <laughs> He's doing 30 years of fucking state time. He calls me regularly yeah. from his cell phone in his cell. I mean, to be fair, he probably has a little more time on his hands than the average person. But but just think about what it takes for him to get away with that. Yeah. Right? Because he's not the only one using the phone. You know, it's a fucking shared phone. Yeah. So no one has an excuse anymore, by the way. I will no longer accept how busy you are. Yeah. Not when until my friend can no longer call me from his prison cell, you don't get to use that excuse. Yeah. So this is the same thing. Oh, you're so fucking busy that you had the time to get off, but as soon as you did, you had to disconnect because my needs aren't as important. He as didn't yours. even say goodbye. No, that's crazy. That's I crazy. literally, he said that was hot. I said it was hot to and watch click. you come. Click. That's insane to me. Yeah. It is exactly like having sex with someone. Like I go to Jade's house today. We have, we're having sex. I have an orgasm. I get up, put my clothes on, pet the dog and leave. Like, thanks. Appreciate it. That's what that is. Yeah. Right. That's yep. what that is. Now you've, you've been with him, what, two or three times? Three I guess? times. Yeah. So it's not quite the same relationship, but this is a person who's been trying to get you to go out with him. This is a person who literally said he's coming back into town next week. And he's like, I want to set a reservation. I want to take you right. out. Let's do X, Y, Z. And you're I mean, not I'm not that. interested in dating right. this guy. He's way too fucking young. Yeah, he's like 23 he's or the something? one pursuing me. And then you pull this shit. Yeah. All that tells me is that you only care about yourself. Yeah, but it's And also... honestly, that's par for the course. When you're in your early 20s, yeah. I only cared about myself too. He came, he's done, adios, and yep. he's expecting you to be the same way like oh he, i get it he's he had an orgasm he's done fuck no, that he's got to go to work what the fuck ever man fuck all That's of crazy. that i had no idea so yeah he's off to take him off the fucking roster. he's off the roster that guy can fuck off permanently yeah. so yeah i mean i guess single guy tip is like yeah i understand why you're talking to a hot wife Listen, I totally... if that has to be a single guy tip for you don't get in this fucking no space. i think that there's a different tip to be gleaned from it which is that yes i understand that single men get into this space to get off, right? I mean, duh. That's Are we all? We're all fucking adults here. We know what's happening. But you can't have a singular focus like that. You no. really do. If if you want to be successful, if you want to have long-term play partners, if you want to have a good reputation, you have to be understanding that your needs, they don't have to come second, but they have to be equal to the person that you are trying to engage with. Listen, man, if you're that fucking arrogant and just self-centered, this is the wrong space for you. And if you expect to be invited back, like you can't fucking behave that way. No, that's the I and mean, see, that, and that's what this guy doesn't understand. He is a young, young handsome guy that I could put in front of literally dozens of hot wives across the country because he travels for work. He lives yeah, here yeah. in Vegas. He goes back yeah. and forth between here and Phoenix. How many times does somebody reach out to us? Go, hey, we're coming into town. Can you hook us up? 
yeah, we know guys. And so many of them are like, we would really like someone much younger. That's a definite fantasy for a lot of oh, hot yeah. wives. Yeah, this yeah. would have been a guy that I could have put in front of so many people if he would just behave well. But yeah. he just can't help himself because he's 24 and stupid. What are you going to do? We're going to we're going to introduce that guy to one of our friends. I would and have never. Do, could you imagine? I would never. No, fuck you, man. Not so, a chance. So anyway, <laughs> there's single guy tip for this week. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. So I went out with a gentleman who's not single, but he obviously is solo playing. And I was very interested to see how this whole thing was going to go down because I knew he was kinky before we met. I didn't know exactly how our energies were going to align with each other. And I'm going to share all of the details of how it all went down. Our very kinky first encounter. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Permescent. It is a new year and that may mean new partners or at least new exciting things happening in your life, but that also means that you might want to perform better than you ever have before and thanks to Permescent, you can. If you're a penis-owning person that struggles with premature ejaculation, know that it is very common, but there are products out there that can help you and the best, in our opinion, is Permescent's Delay Spray. All you have to do is spray it on about 10 minutes prior to your playtime and it go to work. Basically, it's going to help yeah. you extend and the pleasurable time that you spend with somebody else. and Who doesn't want more time? Exactly. And it also comes in delay wipes now, too. So if you don't yeah. want to carry the bottle around with you, they have these very convenient wipes that I think are perfect for anyone's swinger bag. 100%. Stick them in there. Go to the play party. Go to the house party. Whatever. Use it, again, about 10 minutes prior to your time with somebody else. And watch their eyes roll back in their heads thanks to Promescent. So if you want to get 10% off of those products or any of the other amazing bedroom wellness products from Promescent, all you have to do is go to promescent.com slash FPS. Again, that's 10% off of all of their products by going to promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS. We hope that you love their products as much as we do. This episode of FPS is brought to you by shamelesscare.com. What an amazing service. What an amazing company. Amazing people. They care very, very deeply about this space, which is why they work tirelessly to make sure that they are providing the highest quality services and uh, different medications. Products. And also that they're doing it at incredibly affordable rates. For example, if you're somebody that struggles with erectile dysfunction, you can go to shamelesscare.com, fill out a quick intake form, and if accepted, they're going to ship ED medication directly and discreetly to your door. That is it. No pharmacy visits, no awkward doctor visits. Take all of the worry out of it by just going to Shameless Care and filling out their intake form. And right now, you can get $30 off your first month of ED medication when you use our code FPS at checkout. Again, that's shamelesscare.com for ED medication, at-home STI kits, and much more. Use code FPS for that discount. We are a short few weeks away from our first ever California Hot Wife event, and we could not be more excited. Super pumped up. We will be at Club Joy with our friends on the 25th of January. You can head over to members.frontporchswingers.com, fill out a profile. It's free, and you'll get to see all the events. But L.A. is right around the corner. Yes. If you are in the L.A. area and you're a hot wife couple, a cuckold couple, an amazing single man, or just a sex positive and consensual person that wants to have a really fun Thursday night, we would love for you to join us. Again, you can find all of the information on that event as well as any of our other upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. So this is going to be an interesting retelling for many, many reasons. The first of, in my mind, I I think kind of paramount, and I think the thing that came out most during our play session, is that this is a kinky dude. And I have not really had a chance to explore much in that world in a while. Like, if you guys remember, I had the play partner for a while there that I think we only played together twice. And then he pulled some weird shit with me where he wanted me to, like, play with him while his roommate was home, but he didn't tell me his roommate was going to be home, and he lived in a a one-bedroom apartment. I didn't even know he had a roommate. The whole thing was just fucking weird. But I do miss that time with him, and I miss the kinky times I I've had in the past. And, you know, I think back to like living in Montana, for fuck's sake, I had all sorts of kinky guys in my repertoire, right? Like I had the one guy that we talked about that let me put clothespins all over his fucking balls and tie up his balls. And then I had Clint, who was very primal. But it's like here in Vegas, it's been a real struggle. The weird thing about the BDSM kink space predominantly here in Vegas, first of all, it's very underground. It's very much protected, more so than the swinger community in this town. Oh, for sure. And it skews really 
old. Yeah, I've been invited to a couple of kink parties and I'm like, oh, let me go look at the guest list. And I would have been the youngest person by at least 10 years. It's, I mean, it's it's even older than me. I mean, the, I would say the average age of anything that I've been invited to or anything I've been alerted that it's an option for me, the average age is probably mid 50s. For sure. And, and I'm not age shaming. I'm not saying I can't go to a BDSM party and have a blast with people that are that age, but it doesn't feel like my people, if that makes any sense. No, hundred percent. Look, there's, we talk about this a lot. It, it, you are attracted to older guys. You like younger guys. You like a lot of different types of guys, but and girls and girl <laughs> and whoever. But you know, when it comes to a particular age with men. You know, listen, guys, uh, you got to take care of yourself. Well, I have a lot of very, very kinky guys that reach out to me that are much older that are in not they're they're not looking good. They clearly have not taken care of themselves there. And it's not even like a weight thing. I mean, I'm chubby. That's fine. That's not what it's about. You got to be groomed and well kept. And, you know, you've got to take care of yourself in some fashion. Uh, have some sort of a skincare routine, dress well. I mean, haircut, shave, you know, just the fucking basics. Yeah. I really, unfortunately, I think the kink space does, it allows for a lot of exceptions. Well, luckily for me, I found an exception to the bad guys in this space. Not bad guys, but just not good guys for me. Right. So I was on the kink site that I use and I don't even know how I came across this guy's profile. I have no idea. I think I was just, I was horny probably because this happened really recently. It was right before we went to Montana. Right. And I was just kind of scrolling through and I saw this guy's profile. And of course, like his profile picture is beautiful he's a very attractive man but it was his bio that was so refreshing like this is clearly a man who knows what he wants he's very open-minded to different things but he knows that he's a kinky person and that he has certain proclivities and was very articulate with describing them so i read it and i'm like oh my fucking god like this is what i've been looking for yeah you know he's into impact play he's a switch which i fucking love it is I love a dominant man too, don't get me wrong, but there is something very sexy to me about a man who can both bottom and top. For Someone sure. that is willing to provide the control and relinquish the control at the same, you know, and go back and forth or or even, you know, different play sessions or during the same play session to be able to be so multifaceted in that way yeah. is very sexy to me. Plus, you know, there are elements of like when I was topping, you know, my caged man in Montana, or even, you know, when I was topping the guy with the clothespins that, that loved the cock and ball torture, yeah. there is something so empowering and sexy to me about me being able to kind of step into that role. And I haven't been able to experience that in a very, very long time. Yeah, it's not easy to find. Like I said, here particularly, very difficult. Well, and a lot of times the guys, and this is no knock, I'm not yucking anyone's yum, I'm not judging anyone, but a lot of the submissive men that reach out to me are men that are so submissive that I could never be attracted to too them. Far the, yeah, too far the other direction. They're saying I'm things the like, way. I want to serve you, mistress. And it's like, yeah. it, that's not really me. That's not who I am. I don't judge that that's who you are. No. I celebrate that, but I'm not really turned on by that. Listen, it's the, it's the 20-something-year-old dudes that reach out to me and call me daddy. You got me <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, I liked that he was a switch. I liked that he was into impact. We had a lot in common. We started messaging on the site, and then we started texting off of the site, And my only major concern with him was that he's really fucking busy. He's a partnered person. He has a young child. He has other play partners and a lot of different interests, too. Like, I I get the sense that this is the type of guy that he needs to be, like, stimulated in a lot of different ways. And, you know, luckily, he's found a partner that's very supportive of that. But, you know, for me, it's like, especially if it's going to be a kinky dynamic and we're going to kind of figure out how our energies mesh and all of that kind of stuff, that takes time. For sure. So that was my major concern. It still is my major concern with this guy. But literally everything else about him was fucking perfect. So anyway, we decide we're going to meet. We go to a place that's very near where you and I live. Yeah, I I brought you over there, dropped you off and hung out just to make sure everything was good. And he messaged me and was like, hey, does 7 p.m. work? And I said, 7 p.m. works if we're going to do nothing but like have a cocktail. But that's late for me to be starting the night and then go play, right? right? Because you're going to talk for at least an hour, if not more. Then you got to drive to the house. I have to change into lingerie. Then we play. I mean, that's an all night fucking thing at that point. So I was like... You know, if we're just meeting, then that's fine. Otherwise, we need to meet earlier. And he's like, okay, well, I don't know if we're going to play, but let's at least allow that to be an option. So we decided to meet at five instead. Well, and here's something that I think people may find interesting. I know a lot of people that reach out to us and ask, at least they ask me questions about, you know, safety and security. We talk about that a lot. How do you, you know, what do we do? What's our protocol? Well, let me give you an example. We met him, you were meeting him at five. 
Yep. You and I drove over to where we were meeting him. And there's a lot going on in that area, so I had plenty of shit to do. However, I drop you off five minutes later. I get a text message from our friend who has amazing fucking season tickets to watch the Knights play. Yeah. And he's like, come to the game with me tonight. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I am literally out. I'm waiting for Brent. I just dropped her off. She's on a date with a guy for the first time. You gave I, up VGK tickets for me? I can't just leave. I said, uh, there's no way. I dude, don't know that's true love. Don't know what's going to happen, you know? <laughs> And so, yeah, so I waited for you. And then, of course, you text me and said, okay, I'm going to And I'm telling home. you, these are good fucking They're tickets. They're the best fucking These are seats. not just like random Fuck tickets no. to the hockey this game. This is club level kind of shit. I yeah. mean, it's, it's the tits. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. So, <laughs> of course, I, I said, look, man, I, I just can't bail. I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. I got to be here because we don't know this guy. Yeah. That's exactly what you do. You have to, you got to stick around and make sure everything's okay. And until I knew you were good... I wasn't going anywhere. Well, I so this is really interesting. I've not met someone new aside from like in a club environment in a really long time. Yeah. And I was fucking nervous. I changed my shirt three times. Yeah, I could tell, yeah. I put on moisturizer three times. You know, even when we're driving there, I'm like totally in my head. I get there. He walks up, looks exactly like his pictures, maybe even better than his pictures. That's always good. He also said, I look better in person. And he's not the first person to tell me that. Do I just take shitty ass photos? No, I just, no. I think that um, for the most part, people in general do look better in person. Pictures aren't. I don't, that's not been my experience. Well, listen, unless they're doctored. air touch or what do you call it? Yeah, air brush. Unless they're doctored and and they're, they're, you know, somehow manipulated. Manipulated. Yeah, I think in general people look better. I fucking hate pictures. I don't look. I am no fucking GQ model by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't care for my pictures. So well, for me, it. I yeah. I feel like guys think that that's a compliment, and it's really not that big of a compliment because I'm like, I work really fucking hard in my pictures. You know, maybe well, just be like, oh, you're really you look, pretty. Yeah, my <laughs> thing would have been you look lovely in pictures, but you are so much more attractive in person. Why that's, do you have to even say so much more? Just be like, you're really attractive in person because too. it's a nice compliment. Okay, you're way too much in your head. Just accept it. So anyway. He gets there, but I realized very quickly, like, I'm really not being myself. I'm being very kind of guarded and quiet with him. I'm nervous. I'm tripping over my words. I'm, like, mumbling at one point. I mean, I was just a fucking mess. I was a mess. That's weird. I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me. I think part of it was I was excited by him. Like, the idea of him even before meeting him was very exciting to me. Again, the whole kink element of it. He's super fucking hot. So I, I think that was there. It felt like a lot of pressure on it that I'm not used to at this point because I play with just well, you're out of, so out of few people. Yeah. yeah, you're out of practice. So anyway, that was interesting. And I, I there was one point where I was like, I don't know if he's into this. But then he was like, if you want to go back to your place at some point, just let me know. And I was like, OK, well, clearly I didn't totally fuck this up. Right. And he was starving. So he went and got some tacos. I got in an Uber and Ubered back to our house. Yeah. And I also, this is really fun, kind of an aside, I gave the Uber driver my number. Yeah, he asked for your number, you gave it to him. I didn't believe you at first, because, you know, you never do that. <laughs> you chased a fucking kombucha guy around for a fucking month, you never did anything. Yeah, well, I thought it was pretty ballsy for the Uber driver to ask for my number, it, it, but it I was like, It definitely was. All Super right. not fucking appropriate Fuck for him, uh, for Uber, but Oh, yeah. he was hot, too, but way too young. He and I have yeah. been texting, it's just not a so thing. He's like 25. He's 25, but he acts like he's 20. I well, mean, after what just happened with the fucking 23 year old it's like oh, you know yeah this it's just not that's not a thing but i did step out on a limb hey. flirted with my uber driver gave him my phone number i think i was just like riding this like erotic wave you know because i just sat and talked with this guy and we didn't get really in depth on like the kinky aspects necessarily but we definitely talked about like our past experiences and the things that maybe we would want in the future and yeah. and all of that kind of stuff so i think i was just kind of buzzing from all of that and so anyway i give the uber driver my number i get back to the house i very quickly clean myself up I change into a piece of lingerie I put a robe over it and he shows up he has his tacos in tow and sits down and eats his tacos for a few minutes and he so in our living room we have our big deep couch and then we have two leather chairs and he was sitting on the leather chairs eating and then as soon as he finished up he came and sat next to me and it did not take much time at all we were already touching each other rubbing on each other a little bit there was just a lot of flirtation and he has 
the most beautiful fucking eyes. And there's something so sexy to me. We kind of talked about this last week with the guy that like I was sucking his cock and he's giving me all this, you know, eye contact. Yeah. I start riding him. He's giving me all this eye contact. Then all of a sudden it just stops, closes his eyes, doesn't look at me anymore. Right. And I think it was kind of a vulnerability thing with this guy. He's looking me dead in the fucking eyes every chance he gets. And it's so confident and sexy to me when a guy can do that. Sure. Yeah. It, it says something about his character. So anyway, we start making out on the couch with each other and it gets very hot and heavy very quickly. I mean, I can feel his cock already kind of growing. There was one point he's kind of like right next to me and not like I, I had kind of positioned myself, not straddling him, but like definitely putting my legs over him. And so I feel his cock with one of my legs and I'm like, oh, this is sexy. Nice. And he's got these beautiful lips. But again, here's like what it's like having a brand new play partner. There are certain really exciting elements of it and then there are certain certain incredibly neurotic elements of it. Like, for example, my lips are really fucking chapped right now. Yeah. We just got back from Montana. I don't know if it was the weather change. I don't know what the fuck it is, but my lips are fucking like cracked right now. So the whole time we're making out, I'm like, oh my God, are my lips like sandpaper on his and he's not going to ever want to kiss me no, again. You're, you're so fucking neurotic about crazy shit like that. I mean, you call <laughs> me bad. You're just as bad. I know. I know. I really am bad. I don't know how to fix it either. I don't think it's something that's... It's not fixable. That's necessary. Well, it's something I can definitely work on like mindfully, but in the moment you just it yeah, just would, is what it is you would have to be consciously like but again if you do that then you're just thinking about everything yeah it's too much <laughs> so, i just fuck it whatever so anyway again i didn't really know how this whole thing was going to go down because he's a switch i'm a switch i didn't necessarily feel like one of us was the more dominant energy in all of this i felt like it was kind of up in the air as to who was going to like really grab the reins here yeah. so anyway i'll kind of skip through because there was a lot of like making out and touching and feeling each other out and feeling each other's energies eventually we end up in the bedroom i take my robe off and he starts to take his clothes off and I knew he was going to have a good cocky as big dick energy I've talked about this many times before I can just sense that a fucking mile away I wasn't quite prepared for how nice of a cock this is it was fucking amazing like the first time I saw it I was like Oh, shit. Okay. I can deal with this. No pictures up until that point. I think there had been one on his profile, if I remember correctly, but I, I've i learned to not really pay attention to yeah. that because yeah. it's all about the angles and how hard versus how soft somebody is. And it's all that. It, yeah. it really, the pictures just don't do most guys justice that have really fucking nice cocks. Right. So until I see it with my own two eyes, and now especially that I know that people are getting cockfished, photoshopping their For cocks sure. and shit, like I don't fucking know what to expect. Yeah, you're so getting cockfished. You don't want to do that. I walked in to it knowing after sitting with him that he was going to have a big beautiful cock and he totally did <laughs> so anyway of course I have to start sucking it and it was really sexy because he was very very verbal with me he was very it was not necessarily a dominant energy just more so a very confident energy with him so still no indication as to who's not, taking the reins here. Not really. And so anyway, I'm sucking his cock. It goes very well. He's moaning like crazy. I get on my back. He goes down on me. I'm running my hands all over his head. The aura was amazing. And then this is where things get really fucking kinky and hot. He comes up and he starts making out with me and he starts biting on my nipples. And I'm like, Did you talk about that? No. Okay. I'm like, harder. And he's like, really? I was like, fuck yeah. So he's basically gnawing on my fucking nipple. And I'm running my hands up and down his body. I remembered from his profile that he's kind of into scratching. Mm -hmm. But because this was a newer partner, I didn't want to like go way over the top with it. Right. But I'm kind of rubbing my nails like up and down his back and then I kind of clench at one point while he's biting my nipple and he looks up at me with this fucking sexy stare while he's nibbling and biting all over my nipple and all over my nipple and my tit. It was driving me fucking crazy. I can't remember the last time I have experienced that level of eroticism with someone brand new. It was just, right. it was fucking intense. And then he starts kind of biting on the top of my other tit. And then he starts kind of slapping on my tits. And I am loving it. I'm literally arching my back, pushing my tits closer to him so that he can bite them and slap them. And I mean, you know how I am with my So there was torture. no conversation about this leading up to this, necessarily. Well, not a conversation, but you have to keep in mind, I have a very comprehensive kink profile. Right. I make it very, very clear what I'm into, what I'm not into, et cetera. That's, see, that's the other thing. Just a complete side note. On the kink sites, people actually read the fucking bios. 
Well, if they're the smart, li- they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the life, and you can tell very quickly on yeah. the lifestyle sites. No one gives a fuck. They don't even bother. It's a very, it's so fucking night and day. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, that was the first. So I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's topping tonight. Like he is, he's the one. Right. So eventually, I'm like, I really want you to fuck me. He puts on a condom. He gets on top of me and he starts fucking me. And he tells me to choke him. And I'm like. Okay. Not the first time that's happened, though. No, and I fucking love it. So I'm kind of choking him a little bit, like, around the front of his neck and then on the side of his neck. I'm using my other hand to scratch up his arm, and he is just moaning like crazy, and we just start dirty talking with each other. Again, this instant, like, confidence that he had with me, which I was very turned on by. You know, he's saying things like, oh, that feels so good the way your hand's on my throat, and just fucking sexy shit it was was naughty (laughs) so again no clear dominant force this is pretty much a back and forth no we're just going back and forth with it but then i start picking up my dirty talk and at one point he was like i want to be a good boy for you tonight and i was like oh that's so fucking hot like here's this super masculine looking dude who's like telling me to call him a good boy (laughs) as i'm saying it i'm like this is so naughty interesting So (laughs) that went on for a little while, like telling him, oh, that feels so good. You're fucking me like a good boy. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad you like it. So after he's done fucking me on top, I get on top. I start riding his cock. He is like spanking my ass kind of and grabbing it from the back. I'm choking him at the same time. So again, it's just this like very back and forth of us trying to understand each other's energies. And, you know, I don't like to force dynamics, like if right. a guy, especially with a switch, right? Somebody who is comfortable doing both. I want to just organically feel out what makes sense for us. And I feel like that's exactly what we were doing. So he may be spanking me and tit slapping me and all that kind of shit. I think at one point he smacked me across the face, but I'm the one that's like, you know, clawing him. I bit his shoulder at one point while I was riding him. I'm like making out with him, but then I stop and I bite him. I mean, it was just very kind of primal and and this constant energy transfer that was so fucking hot to me. And it was clearly worked for him, obviously. Oh my God. He is loving it. He's moaning like crazy. Again, he's still talking dirty to me. The whole thing is just working so well. He bit my bottom lip at one point, so I stopped and bit him again. I mean, it was none of it was like super aggressive. I don't think I like left any marks on him. I definitely have, out process. I have marks on my tits you for do. sure, which I fucking love. But it, it was not... That's not, wasn't really the point of it, I guess, right. is, is my whole point. Well, you're like, kind of a feeling out thing. Yeah, we're just trying to understand each other. So then I'm like, okay, I want to suck your cock again. So I get off of his cock. He takes off the condom. I get in between his legs. And I'm like, I'm going to tease the shit out of this guy. I am just going to tease him like no other. So I very lightly start like playing with his balls with my fingers and just licking the tip of his cock. And I have this fucking mischievous grin on my face staring at him while I'm doing it. Him knowing full fucking well what I'm doing. Of course. I, I mean, he's just been inside of me for almost an hour. And now I'm like, okay, we're going to slow the tempo and I'm going to take control here. And so I start just kind of swirling my tongue around the tip of it and then playing with his balls just a tiny bit. And then I get one of my fingers a little wet and I just very lightly start like touching his asshole. Really? And Did he, you have any conversation about that? No. Okay. No, there was very little conversation about any of this. Like he clearly, okay. he and I clearly have to have a conversation about limits and wants and all of that kind of stuff. But I was like, I'm just going to test it out. Like, I'm just going to very lightly touch it and I'm going to test kind of his reaction to it, right? Yeah, of and immediately he's like moaning and pushing himself onto my finger. And I'm like, oh, this is so fucking hot. Do you even know at this point, is this a straight guy? I mean, is that even a thing? He's, I believe he uh, identifies as pansexual. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Right. I think you I think you told me that. Yeah. So, I mean, not that that matters. I'm just straight curious. guys love having their ass played with too. I'm just curious because you had, I mean, trust me when a... I tell you, I've been with many a straight man that are like, will you lick my asshole for me? And I'm like, sure. Yeah. But it's, you hadn't had a conversation conversation about a lot of like the different dynamics that are going on. I'm just wondering if that, you know, the conversation of sexuality. Very little conversation about any of this. This was literally us just getting a temperature read on each other. So anyway, I'm playing with his asshole. Then I start kind of going further down onto his cock. And there was one point he kind of reaches down and has one hand on each side of my head. And he's almost like kind of face fucking me from the, like from underneath. Right. And I'm still playing with his asshole and I stop sucking him for a second. I'm stroking him. I'm like, does that feel good? And he's like, yes, you're going to make me come if you keep doing that. And I'm like, I want you to come. And he's like, you want me to come in your mouth? And I was like, yes. Right. I forgot you told me that. Yeah. So 
I'm playing with his ass. I'm stroking his cock. I'm deep throating it. I'm slobbering all over him. I have tears streaming down my fucking face. I'm once in a while looking up at him and he has this sexy look on his face of just like sheer enjoyment, sheer pleasure. It really was interesting how we just meshed very well, like right off the fucking bat. Because I sometimes have that. And then I other times have like my sexy NBA guy, my basketball player guy. It took like three times of us being together for me to be like, okay, now we found our rhythm. Now we found what makes sense for us. That's not what this was with this guy. And that was so clear while I was sucking his cock and playing with his ass because it was like instant comfortability there. And so anyway, I have now I've stopped kind of playing with his ass for the most part. I have my hands on his thighs and they're starting to quicken. So I know that he's getting ready to come. So I pick up the pace with my mouth and I'm just swirling all over. I'm licking the underside of it. And he comes and fills up my entire fucking mouth. I remember you told me. I completely forgot that you told me that. And he tasted so good. I love that because I'm very particular with my cum taste. (laughs) Everyone knows. And I can tell. This is going to sound so fucking weird. But I can tell when a guy eats well or at the very least has been eating well recently. Because like even with you, yours is very sensitive. If you eat a piece of candy, I can taste it in your cum. So I love that his was like basically flavorless. You know what I mean? I can't stand when you're getting a mouthful of like oily cum. Like clearly you ate fucking McDonald's that day or something. Oh my God, no. This man tasted so fucking good yeah, i love that's loved something it. one of those again that's like a pro tip that guys just don't understand when it comes to their dietary habits yeah it they doesn't just, just impact it. how you look it impacts how you taste they just don't get it yeah for sure so anyway he comes fills up my mouth i lick it all down and then he starts like dribbling come like i didn't get all of it so i started licking it up for him i licked his balls and then like back onto his cock where there was this like nice little stream of cum and it was just naughty i mean it, it was it was very it felt intimate Despite the fact that I don't fucking know this man. Yeah, well, there's a lot. There was a lot going on there that most people would think wouldn't take place with someone that you didn't really know. Yeah, and you know? trust me when I tell you, I've skipped over a lot of details. I'm giving the very broad strokes of this because it was wild. There was a lot going on. There was a lot of fucking. You know, there was a lot of dirty talk back and forth, and so I'm I'm kind of giving you the cliff notes on it because there was just so much that happened that I don't know how to condense it down to a half hour. Right. So you know, it was wonderful, and so we kind of laid next to each other, and it was really interesting because we finished, and he was like are you into aftercare? And I said, well, yeah, if I need aftercare, that's nice. And he's like, I guess I'm the one that needs aftercare. I guess you kind of ended up topping me this time. And I was like, is that what happened? I felt like it was so equal that we went back and forth so well, but I liked the idea that he looked at that as me topping him. Well, that's important. He looked at it as me having the reins in this particular session. Yeah, that's an important component because the way you described it, of course, I don't have all the details. It doesn't seem that impactful so he's clearly got a sensitivity well i mean i definitely was telling him what to do and like i said i was calling him good boy and i was choking him and i was scratching him so there was definitely some dominant elements that i provided but i i mean obviously i wouldn't i for me this was pretty vanilla right, <laughs> right. All well, that, well, well that's my point you know that's that's the conversation you have to have is wh- where is that line well he's into a lot of different things and i think that the sky's kind of the limit now that we've gotten this i looked at this as we were just breaking the ice in that moment like we this was our chance to test if this made any level of sense from like a chemistry perspective. Yeah, just because in the water. I think the other thing that people fail to realize about kink is like, because there's so much that can go into it and there's so many tools and there's so many, you know, different ways to do it and all of that kind of shit. I think people lose sight of the fact that like in order for BDSM and sex to make sense together, there has to be a very, very strong connection. Yeah. I've had many a people flog me, but that never stick their cock inside of me. Well, one thing has absolutely nothing to do with the other. People who don't know think it. Unless the case, they but. are going together. That's my point. Right. If you have the kinky aspects with the sex combined, that's where it's like, okay, I really have to like this person. I have to sure. really enjoy them. I have to feel comfortable in their presence. I have to trust them. All of those things. So it becomes significantly more important that I really truly like the person that I'm being kinky with versus just someone I'm fucking. Right. So I love that. I love that we were able to just, you know, kind of get the awkwardness out of the way, figure out. And I still don't think we figured out exactly what we look like or how this makes sense. No way. Not in one session. But I'm very hopeful. I, you know, I'm excited by him. I have my head spinning of possibilities. And I do think, you know, he mentioned to me too when we were sitting down when we first met that his other play partners for the most part are all submissive women, right? 
So yeah. I think that he's kind of craving that dominance as much as I'm craving being the more dominant one. Yeah, makes so sense. So we'll see what that looks like. I don't know. It's just hot to me. And there is something so sexy too about just a masculine presenting man that's just very like, you know, if you saw this guy walking down the street, you would never in a million years expect that he potentially wants to like, you know, have a, a five or, foot yeah. tall woman fucking dominate his yeah. ass. Listen, as long as he is getting from it what he needs and you are, I mean, whatever it is, it is. Yeah. You, know, you got to so, figure it out. Anyway, that was my first kinky session with this new guy. I'm going to have to come up with a name for him because I think he's probably sticking around. I don't think I'll see him that often. I think no, if, if I had to guess, this is probably a once a month or maybe twice a month type thing. This is not somebody I'm going to see weekly. It's right. just not a possibility for him, which is fine because I, you know, I'm busy too. Yeah. But um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah, it was fun. The, you know, the excitement around meeting someone new for the first time, you particularly. So, of course, I'm watching you get dressed and go through all your neuroses. But you fed off of that. I could tell. Yeah, no, we had a great time. I mean, I, obviously, I got home. You texted me to let me know that you guys were wrapping it up. We I went straight home. to the bedroom. Yeah, I got home and uh, you were showering up or whatever. And then I came in or you didn't even shower. I didn't actually. shower. You no. walked in the door. You said, how was it? I said, fucking hot and kinky. And you said, awesome. Do you want to come suck my cock? And I said, yes. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went down. Yeah, you took a shower yesterday after uh, you were with Kate. That, yeah, it was a different conversation. I get him confused. You've been quite a slut for the past <laughs> few days. So yeah, it was fucking super hot. And yeah, I mean, if it works, fuck, who cares? I mean, whatever it is, it is, you know, as long as there's a compatibility there. I loved it. So huge shout out to him. I know he's been listening to the podcast, so hopefully he listened to this episode. Good. I know that I missed some shit, but. For sure. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> can't, you can't get it all in there. There's just no way. Well, and I also want to kind of save a few things for our bonus episode yeah. this week. I have a couple of very interesting elements of this whole thing that I'm going to be sharing only with our Patreon members. So if you got to the end of this and you want a little bit more, you can head on over to patreon.com slash French Porch Swingers for bonus content, access to our chat group with a bunch of amazing fucking people in it. Amazing people. And much more. Again, that's patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you want to see the more triple X rated stuff, you can head on over to onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. Um, if you'd like to join us for an upcoming event, of course, we would fucking love that. Yeah. We are going to be all over the place in 2024. Just in fact, secured Houston. We're not going to say when yet. Nope. We're only telling uh, select people, our Patreon members basically yep, are going to be out. the first ones to hear about that. But yeah, I mean, all a, hu a bunch of huge announcements for cities that we're going to be in in 2024. And also, if you're on our site, you're all, you're going to be the first ones to hear about for it. Sure. So go create a profile, members.frontporchswingers.com. We would love to see you in the new year. Are we missing anything? No, we got a lot going on. We got Club Joy in January. We've got Caliente in February. We got Denver in March. We are all over the fucking place. Fuck yes, we are. I love it. Thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.